0: Welcome to another episode of Lara on Air, Maps Edition. And I'm here, as always, with Jen. Say hi, Jen. Hello. <laughs> and we've got a whole week to get through. It's been crazy. Too much has happened. It's hard to remember back all the way to Monday once again.
1: Yes, there, again, so much going on. But we'll, we'll take your mind back to Monday just to make things a bit easier with you. Because we have two honeymooning couples. And that's probably a good place to start before we get into more
0: intense types of drama so yeah, we we to, jan i don't want to talk about people's fucking honeymoons anymore <laughs> 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 just want well, to just when i think i'm over it another another better more beautiful honeymoon starts and then i just get pissed off i was counting the amount of bottles of prosecco they were allowed to have on that honeymoon and thinking about like what i didn't get <laughs> once again
1: <laughs> what well, with the the failure to all open a bottle sensibly that not know how to pour a bottle of champagne, no?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a prerequisite for anybody that I date.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. You've got to be able to open a bottle and pour. know how to pour it, as far as I'm concerned. That's basic 101 of dating. But, you know, <laughs> hey, but getting on to that, Erica and Jordan. They yeah, started well, off pretty well.
0: Yeah, it's pretty plain sailing for those two. Um, I kind of go back and forth, whether I think they're too young and it doesn't, it doesn't, even though they're getting along, it doesn't seem like a marriage. It seems like, like a dating thing. You know, I don't feel like it's a grown-up relationship. I just don't get that vibe. They seem like a couple of kids that are dating.
1: It felt far more holiday romance to me. But,
0: yeah. you know, they're really I mean.
1: Swimming with stingrays and having a really good time, but I don't think it's love. The the dates doing cake cookery together when they had to scrape out prawn poo, maybe not so sexy.
0: I- Yeah, I see. I feel like yeah, I feel like the production team were like, "Yep, that's the couple we're gonna get this time," but also like when they weren't getting along, though he was able to go swim in the pool, she was able to walk down the beach. At least when Mm -hmm. they had alone time, there was shit for them to do other than sit and watch the news in German. So I mean, (laughs) it still wasn't a total loss.
1: (laughs) But I did think the um, they had the whole massage thing they did for each other. And, I mean, she put a lot of effort into what she was doing. She (laughs) tried to be sensual. And then he looked like he was needing a loaf of bread. He
0: looked like she she thought she was going to catch something from her. (laughs) He was just poking his fingers into her. (laughs) (laughs) Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, there was there was nothing
1: remotely sensual going on there. It was just, I'll just slide my hand up and down here a bit and there and there it's a bit.
0: It's a shame, though, because from what we, what's the vibe she gave off? She's quite, um she's uh, quite frisky in bed. I think he's missing out.
1: I think so. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she, she just wants to take it to the next step. She wants to have a kiss or a cuddle or something. And I don't blame her. They are on honeymoon. I'd expect yeah. someone to give it at least a bit of a whirl.
0: This is what I'm saying, like this whole thing where they're like, I just need to take it at my own speed. You are on your honeymoon. This mm-hmm. is a marriage, effectively. This You signed up to marry somebody. You have gone on a honeymoon with somebody. This isn't a, I've just met someone and I'm going out on a date with them in the real world. You know, if you can't m- step it up and give it a try and at least like dive in, then you're just ruining someone else's opportunity.
1: Well, back in the UK, it was intimacy Oh, yes, a (laughs) Chikiwawa. So um, we had a few tasks and things. I'll start with uh, Ros and Thomas. They had uh, the whole look into your eyes thing and do the hugs thing, which she managed to actually get over her own self consciousness and do without laughing.
0: Yeah, Um, but that was the most awkward hug I have ever seen to date. Right? And the weirdest thing is she kept saying, all she said since she got on the show is how much she wanted to be hugged and how much she loves hugs. you think she might be a little bit better at it. Then they, they went off and had sex, so
1: it clearly must have worked
0: a bit. It's weird, though, with those two, right? They don't seem to have the communication. They don't seem to, they seem to be really friend zones, but then every once in a while they, they shag. Friends with benefits yeah but it's just bizarre i can't get the dynamic i do think they're genuine but i I think it's a bizarre thing it doesn't feel like love like loving feelings for each other it seems very friendship but again but with the sex so
1: you know a lot of girls are quite happy about just having that kind of relationship with guys. to be honest we get along we have some sex it's fine (laughs) is it a marriage though (laughs) that's true uh, Peggy and Georges, though, I think gave us the, the good entertainment um, of in- Intimacy oh, Week.
0: Poor Peggy. What do you think she wants round the rim is salt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Charlene did crack in there to give them some help and advice and guidance and to get them at least talking about the kind of things that they
0: like and are into. Yeah, and Peggy would like George to stop talking about sex.
1: <laughs> well, the the whole, yeah, let's, let's just talk the whole rimming thing. Let's, let's enjoy this out now. I think that statement was kind of like he was kind of making a joke and then Charlene kind of went, no, let, let me explain what that is.
0: <laughs> no, bless. I mean, that's just Peggy's nightmare, isn't it? Although saying that, she keeps bringing it up. <laughs>
1: Well, I think she's learned something and now she's like, ooh,
0: here's a new thing I can use. I think if you gave Peggy some time, she'd warm to some stuff more. I don't I don't think she's as as prudish as people think she is. I think she's just likes to be appropriate. Yeah, I think that. And and if she does things with her husband, she doesn't need it out in the open. That's for Mm -hmm. private. You know, everything in its place. You know, she's quite old-fashioned like that. And that's fair enough.
1: No, I, I, I completely respect that. I, I did smile quite a lot when the, the the boxes of toys were opened. And straight away, George put on the uh, uh, swizzle bracelet bikini. He was, was there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought all his Christmases had come at once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Peggy was hoping it was shoes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a vibrator in one hand and <laughs> something else in the other. It's like, yay. So, but I hope, because I think their thing has been is that she said, uh, you know, I don't want to go full hog in sex, but she does actually want to be touched. She does want to fool around a bit. She does want, as Laura says, heavy petting. Um,
0: <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> that doesn't put you off at all, heavy petting. Yeah, but I guess she's worried that if she gives George an inch, he'll want a mile. I think they've probably
1: got a level of trust within them, though, because they do seemingly have that relationship there, don't yeah. they? I, and he's he is, ultimately, for all his stupid, inappropriate comments, um, a gentleman underneath it all, I
0: think. Yeah, it depends what day of the week it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe. He
0: might, might have multiple personality disorder. <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't think so at all. I just think he is quite, um, I don't want to sound rude here, but in maybe in the relationship sense, quite immature. I, well, he's I, still quite teenage boy in many things.
0: Yeah, well, I've said that. I don't think he's at the same point of his life as Peggy is. She's looking for a husband, and I think he still wants a relationship, but he also wants a good time. And I think he wants to please Peggy more than he wants to be himself as well. And I think he's... He's just trying to be whatever Peggy wants him to be, and I think that's going to be disaster down the line. I think
1: that's an astute observation, my dear. Thank you. very much. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jane, Luke. Um, I thought they were quite cute with their
0: one-armed cookery this week. Exactly. Very good. I thought it was. I did think it was really. Yeah, it was a nice, sweet, a lovely connection when they're a- alone in their apartment. There's nothing wrong with those two together on the own.
1: Let's just talk Shona and Brad then, because that's where the major part of of Monday's episode was sort of put, I would say. So uh, Shona and Brad, she was full of, um, I'm not going to be submissive, and he just instantly starts talking about the universe
0: and yeah, again. Is... It's like fucking Doctor Strange, isn't it? It's like them talking about the multiverse. <laughs> she just wants she just wants him to start be wants him to be a little less of a dick. <laughs> and he was just concerned with loving the universe.
1: <laughs> well, this huge think I'm this whole teacher student relationship, man. I said I'm just going to let you mess it up by yourself in the future. <laughs>
0: I couldn't it's believe crazy. that remark. Yeah, he, he, and he said it in the same thing, hurtful thing, in about three or four different ways in succession, didn't he? Yeah,
1: I mean, how do you, you
0: undermine yeah.
1: her? I
0: mean, yeah, fuck me. I've never seen. He's good though. Like he's he's really good, and I know a lot of people have have said like he is um, the Harrison of this Mm -hmm. season but the difference is Harrison just did it for kicks like just to you know cause a bit of trouble and I don't think he thought that Bronte was there for the right reasons the difference with Brad is is that she really is in love with him and he is using that to manipulate her and put her down and he's coming from a place where he's pretending that he loves her and then treating her like shit and I and that's not the same thing at all I know like Harrison was just a bit of a dick where Brad it's quite It's quite calculated and nasty.
1: Yeah. Well, she goes, Shona goes and talks to our carer of all, Laura, as we know. Expert number four. Expert number four. (laughs) Um, And she says she's feeling like she's, um, you know, losing herself and treading on eggshells around him. And Peggy then turns up halfway through this and Peggy chips in saying that you're you're not
0: the woman that I met on the Hindu. so well uh, I think Peggy will eat those words because when that comes back to haunt her the other way around (laughs) the next episode (laughs) it turns (laughs) out Peggy's not the person people remembered from the end Uh, yeah the thing is is that like Shona's so stuck because she wants people to know that she feels unsafe and she's and she feels insecure, but she also still takes the experiment seriously, and Bride is still her husband, and she feels like she's, she doesn't want to throw him under the bus. She feels like she has to protect and support him Mm -hmm. at the same time. It's such a, it's uh, it's such a coercive relationship, this, isn't it? It is,
1: it is. Slag off the relationships of Ella and Nathaniel and Terence and Portia, Um, while they were just chipping in there, how they feel. That was Peggy, just having
0: a lot of roots around there. Peggy had a lot to say. It's a shame that Peggy doesn't remember saying any of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's got that. She's got that amnesia, that, that bitching amnesia that a lot of people get.
1: <laughs> but armed with this new information, Shona goes back with determination to confront Brad and...
0: and then to ask him if it's okay that she's upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Pretty
0: much it. I mean, she was so so strong to go back there, and it went... (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah, because nothing is bigger than the universe. Can't argue with that.
0: How are you supposed to argue with somebody who comes back with something so stupid as that? Well, yes,
1: and then he says, you know, obviously you're not emotionally or mentally on on the same level as me.
0: Well, I hope not. You know, and I think we see this a lot, people that use, like, he's trying to trying to wrap it up like that he's all peace and light and stuff but that's not what he's showing her he's not showing her care or or feeling putting him any kind of empathy he's just telling her how she's weak and stupid and how he's much better than her
1: yeah and he's just catching it in the glitter of the universe and he's he's like so happy that she's into crystals and shit because he can just do that in the caging of the universe and be absolutely. I'd fine whack over
0: the head with a crystal if I were. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. But um, the other couple that we saw doing the looking into the eyes and hugs part was Ella and Nathaniel.
0: Yes, and it seemed to go really well. It did. I mean, it, it was nice to see them that close to each other. Yes, um, they were although the, hugging. the hugging, hugging bit looked really lovely, but when he was looking into her eyes again. <laughs> I didn't know if I felt a lot coming up in Nathaniel.
1: I feel like they made a step forward this yes. week. I do feel like they've made a step forward and that he, he is at least wanting to be in the same room as her. Yeah. And he's not attached to the kitchen counter this time. So
0: <laughs> he's moving around, he's trying out the sofa for a change. <laughs> Again, do I think it I I don't know with these two because yes, uh, it looks like they're making progress, but is he just doing it because he thinks he should, or is it genuine? We'll see.
1: We then zipped onto the dinner party on Tuesday. God blimey, these weeks feel so compacted. I don't know about you. I'm, we've barely got anybody's knickers off on intimacy
0: week, and we're into a dinner party already. Yeah, I feel. I know there's a load more episodes, but it just feels like we're just doing a load more quicker, doesn't it? Like yeah. I liked it when it was the dinner party on the Thursday, and then commitment ceremony on the Monday. You yeah, know where well, you stand there, don't you? Yeah, you do. Like, I just never know what's coming next. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing now? What's happening? Like, I, I barely remember Intimacy Week now since that dinner party and commitment ceremony.
1: Well, no, absolutely. <laughs> and it was, well, to be honest, Intimacy Week was one episode. Now, I'm sure lots of the other couples got up to for a lot more other stuff that we never saw before. Um, and it was a bit of a shame, really. It would have been nice to getting yep. other people's ideas and what, what was going on
0: but hey okay. but what before we get into the dinner party it turns out that the group decided to get together and have a few drinks
1: they did yes there was a party wasn't there downstairs in the communal room wherever that is where they decided
0: yeah. where are they getting a communal room we didn't have a communal
1: room mm, lucky all <laughs> it seems
0: like it's set up for drama this year it is a
1: bit, isn't it? But they they managed to, hey, get their hands on a bottle to spin. <laughs> Play, spin the bottle. Now, I'd have like to say, I've never played spin the bottle sober. Have you? No. So you're down there in the communal room, hanging out with the other couples. Your husband is somewhere upstairs. Maybe he's talking to his children or something else online. And you decide to go down as a non-drinker, to the communal room and see that everybody else is slightly tipsy and playing spin the bottle. Now, you view yourself as being an upright standing member of the community, a good Christian person. Would your automatic thing be to sit down and join in with spin the bottle?
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have had a lot of stuff to say on our page this week about it. And I agree with you. First of all, someone said, well, she goes to bed at eight o'clock at night. So when on earth was this? What time was this? They're all shit faced between 12 and two in the afternoon. And yeah, and that's also a good point. She doesn't drink. It wasn't like she went and got shit faced and just ended up doing this. And again, people were saying... Um, You know, everyone's coming for Portia because she's a woman. Loads of men participated. But the difference is they were with their wives. It's a very different vibe when you, as a couple, sit down and decide to do something like this. Like, it just seemed weird that she went back and told Terrence after it had happened, as opposed to saying, I'm going to go and do this. Or letting him know she was doing it, you know. And it just had a... yeah, I can see why he was upset by it. I think it was more that every everybody was talking about it as well. And it, it's, yeah, I don't know if I buy this whole thing that sh- she just, it was weird. It was a whole weird thing, right? Like, who does that? Who goes sober and gets with a bunch of drunk people and starts kissing everybody?
1: Yeah, well, and also she gave the impression to everybody downstairs that he was called uh, upstairs. So... Plus,
0: Peggy was right in there again, wasn't she, with, with George. And here's, this is my thing. Peggy likes a bit of a gossip. She does like gossip, yes. And there's nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that she's on a television show where everyone records you bitching about stuff you know like it's not like at home where you can have a little little bitch about someone behind their back and it goes away she's literally being filmed every 10 seconds ripping apart somebody's relationship or what they're doing and i feel like she fuels the fire with george and because george thinks that peggy likes to be the kind of person who has a gossip Mm -hmm. he then joins in the gossip so he feels like it's okay because she's kind of given him the green light to have a gossip right yeah Enter them into the dinner party when suddenly he I think he I think he kicks off at the dinner party about it because he's all like, oh, I don't think it's right that someone's wife did this because I think he wants Peggy to think he's the kind of guy that thinks yeah. that thing is wrong. Because if you go back to the conversation where she said, Could, if I did OnlyFans and he answered that completely wrong, wrong no, no. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I've got it right this time. I'm gonna go in and say, I'm not the kind of man who would do that to my wife. And she's gonna be all, oh, I'm so glad I'm with George. He's got great values. Yes, yes. And so now I think he's probably confused all over again, but what's happened? Because once the group turn on George, Peggy really does abandon him. Yeah, yeah, we'll get on to that, because I do
1: think yeah. that he was thrown a little under the bus by his wifey. But, and also, you know, Jay got in there with the first bit of dropping the gossip after what happened downstairs. She, yeah, I, she but was I don't the think she,
0: I don't think she really was trying to say, Well, actually, maybe she was a bit, because when I watch it back, she kind of goes, she was really kissing people.
1: (laughs) It was, however, the new couple's first dinner parties. Yeah and um what a
0: way to come in yeah well, don't we think they
1: said the australian one when, when the later couples came in and they walked straight into an argument as well i we going, oh god those poor people
0: i think it happens every time because by the third dinner party everybody's always screaming at each other it's the, they're always polite for the first couple to be fair <laughs> a little bit and then once everyone has a few drinks and gets to know each other everybody just starts shouting at each other so if you're a late comer to the party you're always going to get the shitty dinner parties
1: Yeah, but I really felt for Terence because the last thing he said before he went off to the dinner party
0: was, I don't want any drama. Well, I just thought it was really silly of Portia to think that she could go and do this. Everyone was going to talk about it and then it was just going to be left. Yeah. So I've told Terence and I told him not to worry about it. So that's done. Yeah. Is it done though? Is that how it works? Um,
1: although uh, the best comment I've heard ab- about uh, the excitement for the evening ahead, Ella says you know, she was looking forward to walking in there and hoping that he's going to grab her with love. He, <laughs> said, he said, I'm looking forward to the food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was amazing. I'm looking forward to the food. The, I mean, It wasn't just the first time he mentions it as well. He mentions it again at the dinner party. <laughs> Somebody needs to feed that poor boy because he must be fucking starving.
1: So uh, Luke is the one that goes over to Terrence and decides to have a conversation about Spin the Bottle. And more power to Luke because Luke is also did kiss her. He's on the list of one of the ones that kissed her.
0: Yeah, but I felt really weird about this one. Like when Luke talks to Brad in the last last dinner party mm-hmm. it felt like he was saying look i'm not going to talk about you behind my un, behind your back and not speak about it to your face and i thought that was good this one though it started off like he was trying to get ahead of the curve with the terrence and be honest but then it took a turn <laughs> and then he started yeah. kind of throwing Portia under the bus well it, the, the thing was that he, he
1: got in and sort of fessed up to it and then uh, he was, ha- I was sort of obliged to answer Terence's questions about it, which just made it all seem worse and worse yeah. and worse. So, you know, was it a pet on the cheek kind of thing? No, it was full-on tongues,
0: you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, well, How many
1: people did you kiss? Oh, a
0: good three or four, at least. <laughs> Luke said, the boys kissed each other as well. Luke said it's the first time he's had kissed another man. Yeah, clearly it was a really good party. I know, right, they must have been hammered. Again, yeah. which which you made a, an excellent point, Jen, wouldn't it have been weird for Portia to be in a room full of people that were that drunk, that boys were kissing other boys for the first time and they've never done anything like that before. <laughs> so, Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it all just, to me, sounds really bizarre. And actually that was what Terence was like, I can't imagine her behaving that way and he he's got this thing in his mind going well my wife doesn't do that because she's just so honest yeah, about but... she gets gets upset about the spoon passing thing
0: yeah, oh. but that's the thing, though, isn't it? If you had, like, if it, if you if you were dating, at, if you were married to Ella and it, it happened, I don't think you'd bet an eyelash like, because she's quite out there sexually and she's quite free. But yeah. when you've got someone like Portia that talks about, you know, good Christian values and how important family is and how about the, about keeping your dirty laundry secret and, you know, maintaining a, a, a united front and all the rest of it. And then he thinks, well, what she's saying isn't matching up to the actions Yeah. And that's the problem. Not the fact that she kissed people. I think if she'd said to him, oh, everyone's playing and I want to get involved. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would have been an issue for him. I just think he just thinks, who is this person and what does she really represent? And
1: yeah, it's the double standard. I think that's exactly you're right. It's the double standard that she seems to have. uh, And also what she would expect of him. Yeah, she she wouldn't absolutely probably freak out 100
0: if he went down there and he somebody said he tongued four of the brides we would be seeing a very volatile show
1: yes but it was still fairly volatile to be <laughs>
0: honest and i just didn't like the way as well that when she told him she was like i did this that's the end of it now i've been honest yeah it was like, I'll do whatever I like, and as long as I'm honest about it and then t- ask you to, and tell you to be quiet, then it's just done. And I, I don't think that's that's how it works, is it? Well,
1: no, I, th- I thought that about their conversation. She she tried a couple of different tactics there, one being, you know, I'll play the sweet card uh, uh, and, you know, I'll play the – we'll just all we'll just brush it under the carpet card. It, it was interesting to watch as – Things escalated during that evening for her Um, just how at the end of it, she ended up just a screaming banshee.
0: She definitely likes to throw people under the bus when she when she exhausts all other options. Other
1: options. Yes. <laughs> but agony aunt Laura was on her, her full form. She was there talking to Brad about his behaviour. And uh, I I believe this woman should be working in HR, because the way that she goes around phrasing things to people about, you know, your behavior's been really totally out of order, but, you know, I want you to consider how you behaved. (laughs) And she's
0: just the way she talks. And what a waste of time with Brad, because he didn't give a shit about any of it. I said, what are the chances that Brad wanted to write a self-help book coming out of the back of this show? (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, unfortunately, he did went to his default and started twittering about the bloody universe again, and also the same emotional and mental level that came out again.
0: Yeah, he needs a new line. We're all done with that one,
1: Brad. We are. We're done. I'm to tell you, if I, any bloke ever mentions to me is any interest in the universe and he's not into the sky at night, frankly, he's out of my house. <laughs>
0: Exactly
1: um, George did get in there He picks up on this whole Defensiveness actually of, of Portia doesn't he And he starts to really sort of question her on it And maybe a bit
0: Because he had that turtleneck and jacket combo on He thought he was a therapist <laughs> What was that look? What was that weird Inspector Clouseau look? Uh,
1: it was the most un-George outfit I've seen so far
0: Is Peggy dressing him now as well? Oh, she might be. She might (laughs) well be. Uh, Because that didn't look like something George would put on. Yeah, I think, again, I think he was trying... I don't think he thought about how the group would feel. I think he was trying to impress Peggy.
1: Yeah, I think he was. uh, Yeah, you're right. Everybody else sort of spots that he's kind of overstepping the mark. And, yeah, it's... Porsche gets starts getting more and more defensive, doesn't she? Really, and everything becomes very uncomfortable around the table. And well, also, is...
0: Porsche doesn't take any ownership for anything she does, mm. and her she gets quite nasty and defensive straight away. You know, mm. like she I, and I feel like she she got she her tone from the very beginning. Like he just asked a question, she could have answered it, but she she knows she's done something she shouldn't because she
1: now Ella is also a bit pissed at Peggy.
0: Yeah, because As Laura, well. who pretends that she's what just wants to help everybody and give good advice, is also a shit stirrer. <laughs> yes. Now I don't think we should let this pass by
1: because this is is a key factor of the Laura. I mm-hmm. she gathers information, being helpful, and yep. then she'll gossip it on for her, you know, own entertainment later on.
0: Yes, she does. Mm. Yes, she does. We see you. <laughs> we see we your see work. You. And poor Shona gets dragged along with it because she doesn't know any better. I mean, no. I, I don't think Shona's... I just think Shona's just oblivious to most of it. So I don't really blame her as much. But Laura, I feel like she should know better.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, she's she's a bright woman. You can tell she's a bright woman. um, yeah. and But it's... I do think, okay... Yeah, when but also, just staring
0: here and now, yeah. now.
1: Ella and Peggy aren't talking to each other.
0: But also, let's talk about Peggy. She is absolutely blindsided that she's been thrown under the bus. She would never say anything like that. She has never talked about any of the other couples, nor would she. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. She again. Does she she knows this is televised, right and recorded. Yes, I know, and
1: it, it, it gets. It gets so intense that Georges suddenly bursts into French.
0: Well, because listen, Peggy came for uh, when they were all sat around the other day talking about what couples weren't weren't genuine, and they talked. She talked about Shona and Brad just about yeah. lust, not love. Then she talked about Terence and Portia not being there for the real reasons. Then she talked about the fact that Ella and Nathaniel should go home because they're just a friendship couple, and that's just the ones we've seen. Yeah, that's true. And when when Ella pulls her up on it and says, you're not the girl I thought you were. And I don't know why you would say those things. She doesn't apologize and say, I you're right. I shouldn't have meddled or I, I did think that. But you're right. Maybe I should have thought about it more. She said, I didn't say it. I didn't do it.
1: Yeah. And that's That's bad, really, because she's not, well, because she knows she did, and she is caught on camera doing
0: it. I don't know if she does know she did. I feel like she's another one of these, like Portia, that she just keeps, like, telling the same story. It becomes truth to her, because she also does, further along we have this issue where she repeats the same thing again to Ella. I would Mm -hmm. never talk about you. I would never do this. And that's why I think that when it all, everyone starts ganging up on George. She is she gets upset because she really does believe that he's the shit stirrer and she's done nothing wrong.
1: hmm I think it's a shock that she's and George are actually suddenly
0: becoming unpopular as a couple. Yeah. Yep. As she a, doesn't like to be the bad guy. She's not yeah. that's not her that, that's not part of her brand. <laughs> so it's no
1: surprise on Wednesday we see Peggy and Ella making up and there's presence involved.
0: Yeah, presence of lies. <laughs> <laughs> Which I when I watched that bit as well, and I thought Ella's going to watch this and think, well, Peggy, you're a twat because you've come here crying and saying how hard it is. that, And then but you, you've lied again. I yeah. never will say anything bad about you. It's not who I am. It's not what I do. It is who you are. It is what you did. Mm-hmm. Just own it. The thing is, I really feel bad for Terence because. He tried to do the right thing at that dinner party. First of all, he said he didn't want any drama. He didn't want a part of the drama. He understood things that happened, but that was between him and his wife. They discussed it and leave it there. And then as he's trying to have his say, Portia starts to get annoyed and then starts talking over him and undermining everything he's saying to the group. And he asks her to be quiet not once not maybe like five or six times yeah he he begs her he's begging her to please calm down and let him handle it let him take charge and she refuses she Mm -hmm. outright refuses to give him any kind of respect whatsoever and then ends up drowning him out in the end yeah
1: yeah you can't get a word in any way around her and her own rants
0: yeah she doesn't care about him it's all about how she feels and what she wants there was no no thought about how Terrence felt in that moment, you know, when she's the person who caused all this in the first place.
1: Yeah, um, it was more, take my, take my name out of your mouth. You're boring, Peggy. That's why nobody's talking about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just, and see, that's nasty, right? Like that's, yeah, she can be mad. But the thing is, she created this drama by her actions. And now she doesn't want to take accountability. And the first thing she does is lash out about someone's personality, which is low. All right. Mm. Yeah. So,
1: if we get into Wednesday proper now, okay. The first thing we see is the, oh, the so- most
0: boring episode of the week. Can we just uh, say? <laughs> 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 well, we see the couples moving in together. Um, uh, the
1: new ones, and I think it's very telling that uh, Bianca and JJ share a fist bump, um, as they are moving in—not a hug, not a kiss.
0: No, it's a fist bump.
1: Yay!
0: Jenka was looking for fisting, and she just got a bump. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as we've already
1: mentioned, Peggy and I do the makeup thing, and we see a sort of VT kind of little snippet of um, Terence sort of talking about how upset he is about Portia, and he's feeling really confused by her standards and her cheating. He doesn't know where he stands with it at all. And he's mulling it over in his head. Now, obviously, this is commitment ceremony day. So are we give, given being given a prelude, perhaps?
0: Yeah, to what's coming. Yeah. I think it's funny to listen to him talk to the other guys and they agreed that they thought it was cheating. And again, I think it's because he wasn't involved or consulted or asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair
1: enough. now brad and shona are a no-show for this uh, commitment ceremony yeah. clearly the argument got so bad they ended up in different apartments and they've not been invited along for the commitment ceremony they've been banished
0: you yeah, know because brad's off in the multiverse somewhere <laughs> can't get back so <laughs> see really they're looking for the portal <laughs> <laughs> where the portal. You can't get through it because Shona's left all her shoes and plates in front of it. (laughs) She's lost the passports. That's why they can't get back. Where did you put the portal, Shona? Where did you put the portal? (laughs) Oh
1: dear, right. Uh, Thomas and Roz. um,
0: Well, what a turnaround.
1: Yeah. They were first on the couch and they were, yeah, they seemed like a couple vaguely.
0: Like, you know, I really thought they sh- I was really like 100 percent like, why the fuck are these two here? I can't watch another week of these two. Like this is not going anywhere. But I know we keep saying it in this show. What a difference a week makes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I honestly did not think they were going to turn around. I thought they would just drag this out until eventually it would just vanish. But yeah. it seems like now they've come back stronger. Yeah. And what, again, what a difference an awkward hug makes. (laughs) Indeed. Well, it's
1: nice to see that some of these things that the experts are telling them to do are are working. Uh, There, There is an actual scientific process to this, and it does have an effect. If you take it seriously and go through all those motions, then it starts to impact on how you feel for the other person. So,
0: yeah, there was a really cute guy that came into my restaurant yesterday and i thought if i just keep staring at him as i take his order if i stare there long enough can, can i keep him
1: <laughs> did he sort of slowly edge his way out of yeah. the restaurant Is look at demise, look
0: into my eyes look at my eyes out of the room <laughs> <laughs> oh, right jj
1: and bianca were the next up um now jj did confess on the couch that she's not my type
0: that's the first time we're hearing this, Jen. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he never stops telling people about his type, is it?
1: The end is saying that she's not too sure about it all because of the lack of intimacy. He says he wants to get uh, to know her uh, emotionally before they move to the more physical. Now, does this remind you of any other couple?
0: Mm, yes, Nathaniel and Ella. Mm. Yeah, because it's again, he doesn't just want to say he doesn't fancy her. And the thing is, I was really impressed with Bianca, though, because she stood her ground on that couch and she stood up for what she wanted. And I I wasn't expecting that from her. And I don't think he was either because he's still bugged about it, isn't it? He didn't like her sharing his business. But it's it's when when the one person isn't being honest, they're always worried what the other person's saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's very interesting because he was given the impression that oh yeah, we're going okay. And sheriff's thing was no, it's shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> shit. Whether that was a sudden revelation to him, I, I don't I don't know, but he genuinely looked a bit kind of surprised or or shown up. I, I can't quite work out which.
0: Men don't listen. <laughs> mm. Um
1: Tasha and Paul, um, they're feeling even closer. Uh, they go out holding hands in public now. Um I felt so like cool.
0: she I felt like she said the same thing on the couch this week. she said last week, though. I, I it, thought I was cool pretty on the loop. Like, identical, wasn't it? It was absolutely it was identical. identical. She cries a little about how vulnerable she feels, bloody blah, blah moving on. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, they're boring. so we're not going to talk. Um, more about them because there's nothing to say they're happy
0: they're gorgeous and happy yeah yeah
1: absolutely peggy and Georges. um they both said you know it's been a tough week
0: i wasn't loving peggy on that couch if i'm honest and it's so hard when the group doesn't like your husband uh the group doesn't like your husband because you've bought into the narrative the same as they have that he's some kind of monster and you've done nothing wrong she really said it was hard. She didn't know if she she could stay in the relationship, and she did that fake thing that she did before, when she that storming out thing, where she pretended like she was gonna say leave and then wrote stay. Yeah,
1: yeah we didn't. Catch. You know, what we
0: didn't mention though is when she goes to Ella's with her mountains of I'm a I'm kind of a bitch gifts. Yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't love Ella telling her that she thought her husband was slimy and Peggy not standing up for George.
1: Hmm. I think it's a it, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because if you're not used to that situation, would you get at, and you're trying to make up with a friend? We,
0: what, First of all, what I don't think your... Ella should have said it. I don't think it yeah. he, he wasn't. You know, if she doesn't like George, that's fair enough, and she's allowed to say that. But calling someone's husband slimy to the mm-hmm. wife's face—that—that's. I mean like i you know i would never tell you that i think your husband's slimy or an asshole or something because that's not my business that's your marriage and your relationship and i thought she i thought ella i love ella but i felt like she overstepped there yeah like you said is she going to go in and say oh you no don't speak to me about my husband like that no but what she could have said is actually you know i need to take some responsibility i think maybe i led him to believe that that was okay to do and i think maybe people have got the wrong idea about him and he actually is quite lovely but instead she just went oh it's so hard when no one likes my husband well bless him full guy george as we might be starting to call him now
1: says now i'm obviously a bull in a china shop it feels like She's having to support him, not he
0: him supporting her. Yeah, I mean, he just he's just taking it. I mean, he is the biggest shit eater on the program, isn't he? She just mm-hmm. keeps shoveling it in and he just keeps taking it. And I felt bad for him because she basically in that moment tell is telling the group, it's all him, it's not me, I'm ha- and I'm apologizing for him. Right? Yeah. And they're all pulling faces like poor Peggy. And I think Peggy quite likes poor Peggy. She likes a picky Peggy, Peggy in the middle, and now poor Peggy, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean she she uses her name really, really well. Um, yeah, yeah. She does. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to
0: listen. I what... don't get. Don't get me wrong. I like Peggy. I don't have a problem with Peggy. And I know it seems like I'm being a bit picky about her, but I just think that George wants to please her so much that he's willing to do and say everything he can to make it work. And I just would have liked to have seen Peggy take some responsibility for the things she said, yeah. And and instead of crying again on the couch about what a wiener he is and how hard it's making her life.
1: Yeah, I'd rather see them as a more united front. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what we want, isn't it? Right. Um, Erica and Jordan happy they wrote stay, of course. Yeah, whatever.
0: Um, Nathaniel and Ella i got to say, Nathaniel and Ella gave me real me and Richie vibes on that couch. <laughs> oh, really? Go on. Uh, it was he was just it seems like he just talks about himself. Me, 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 how everything's affecting him, how it makes him feel. You know, there doesn't seem to be any kind of notice that he's half of a hole in this relationship. Mm hmm. Just what, how he's affected by everything.
1: I, yeah. I agree because she's spending an awful lot of time talking about. Um, well, you know, I'm aware I'm I, I I've got these traits. I want to be more physical. I, you know, I'm I'm not used to being treated this particular way. He is far more perhaps centered about what he
0: he's wanted. Yes, and, and she what just... she needs to change to to meet up his for his standards, standards what she yeah. needs to do to win him effectively, yeah, you know, or win him over. And I, I just think it's I just think it's really destructive, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. But they are growing. They 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 said on the couch that they were building on a relationship. They were borderline positive this week.
0: If we look at Thomas and Roz, there may be. They should keep going, you know, because obviously we didn't think that Roz and Thomas was gonna were gonna last, and now look where they are. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Laura and Arthur. Do um, we know who Laura and Arthur even are? Not enough about
1: them really. We don't see them enough to know enough about them. All I can say is he says he's growing. <laughs> use that as how you'd
0: like to use that you know I think the group used it how they like but I mean we again we he was sick all that time and then whenever we see Laura she's always on her own giving people advice we don't see any of the the two so when they got on the couch what can we what can we really take away from it we don't know anything about them they've managed to make it to week three without any real problems because no one's seen them well that they have had some heavy petting
1: um, and he has you'll like this, because you know, after the last series obviously in Australia, he's got a foot fetish. Yes, he has. He's got a foot <laughs> fetish. So, you know, it's it's not just you looking at Jesse Burford's feet. Did <laughs> have
0: nice feet though.
1: Well, I think you might need to check out Arthur's feet. <laughs> Like that's what you might need to do. So you need to look at him when he hasn't got his shoes on. or he's, I mean, he's probably permanently in tennis trainers, to be perfectly honest, but you never know. <laughs> right, Jane, and Luke. They're starting to feel more romantic, apparently. They've just been shagging like bunnies till now, but they're actually going to bother being, you know, romantic now. But they're starting to worry about what's going to happen after because they're now curiously thinking this could last and you live in Manchester and I live in Essex.
0: Yeah, but see, I always think these things are weird because when you go into this experiment um, and you're in the process of before you get on the show, Mm -hmm. they say to you, Paul Paul said to me, would you move if you fell in love? And then, mm. I mean, I've got kids too. And yeah. I said, 100% absolutely. If I found the person of my dreams, um, again, England is the size of my hand. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like Australia where it's a seven-hour plane ride. Like you can go from Scotland to London in three half, three and a half hours. Yeah. So like I just, it's just this whole thing. Like if you, if you said, yes, I would move for love. Then well, how is it this big of a deal when you get to this point thinking, how are we gonna make it work if we live miles away from each other?
1: I think the reality sets home, doesn't it? Because you're thinking, yeah. well, she's got her job in sales, he's got his job in sales. Where are they going open up their
0: own sailing shop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I'd like I told Luke off this week on his Insta because everybody else is posting shit about the, you know. Various different products and dresses that they've been wearing. He was posting adverts for his work. That's what <laughs> he was doing. He's
0: like,
1: we're looking to recruit these people. Um, ex- I saw ex- that.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I think that's better because at least I just think it's a little more honest. Like, I just think it's it's just really telling how much, how many people have already got so much content that they are able to share because they before they even started they were already very aware that they were going to post all this stuff like Mm -hmm. i had 190 followers i didn't really know about instagram and you know i would keep thinking oh i wish i'd had a picture of this or a picture of that but you know that that wasn't why i went went on the show I went on the show to find a husband and then obviously I thought oh it'd be nice to post this but I mean we've got Peggy who's tried on a million wedding dresses in slow motion and yeah and we've got people like doing adverts for something like there's one of Portia today where she said oh here watch me get ready for the meet the press day where she's like I just feel like it's all a bit oh I know I'm gonna get famous from this so I'm gonna make sure I got my ducks in a row so you you crack damage. on, Luke, with your trying to recruit people for your sales business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I have I say more and more admiration for the guy each day. When I first saw him, I was like, oh god, there's some geezer from Essex. What have they yeah. just, done there? I
0: was determined not to like Luke, but I've actually really warmed to him. I know.
1: <laughs> so um, then we call Scott onto the pièce de résistance for the evening, and that was Portia and
0: Terence. I did post yesterday, I said, is this the first time a bride has tried to keep someone hostage on this show? But okay. somebody did remind me about Innes. She kept that guy there for a few weeks because she wanted to cheat with somebody else's husband, didn't she? Oh,
1: well, yes, and so did Jessica Power. She in
0: Australia.
1: She yeah. kept her poor guy there for like three weeks because she was having <laughs> ding-dong with some other guy. Anyway. <laughs> Obviously, Portia sits down on that couch and says, everything's really good and we're in a very (laughs) positive place.
0: I know, that was a golden moment. Talk about having zero idea about the world around you. (laughs) Everything's (sighs) great, we're doing great. Terrence's face like, yeah, not so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he obviously, he brings up the spin the bottle and the fact that he felt that he'd been embarrassed yeah. by the fact that she'd been cheating on him and everybody else knew when he was in this environment where he fell out, out of the game and out of the situation. Did uh, you see
0: her body language though? Cause she was h- h- right pressed next to him when they started holding his hand, when she said, everything's great. When he said, actually I'm a little bit upset about the, the game. And she actively shifted away from him to create a space. And when and like try like push yourself back into the thing away from him, and she and pulled a face like she moved away at that point. <laughs> oh, that's telling body language. That is yeah. telling body language. Yeah, if you don't go with what what I say, mm-hmm. we're, things are not going to be good.
1: Ah, uh, now she says obviously she's sorry about that,
0: but she's not. <laughs> he
1: says if he thinks it, if it had been the other way around, she'd have it would have been very different
0: oh, but she said she disagreed with that because Obviously. she said she's not a jealous person but she is territorial and I don't really see the difference there but I was anybody surprised I did a poll on my Instagram last night was anybody surprised that she could not see Terence's point of view <laughs> I think it was like a 90% yeah no one was surprised about that <laughs>
1: Terence was not sure that he was entirely happy with the relationship. This was him easing his way gently into it. He sees red flags. Mm. Do you now, Terence? Do you? <laughs> what brought that up, baby?
0: Well, was it the whole spoon thing? I was surprised, though, you know. Like, when they went to decision time, I didn't think he was going to write leave. I was. I didn't think so. because, But then... When she says stay, and they say you've got to stay another week, and then she she says, he says, well, I'm leaving, and she goes, no, <laughs> you're gonna have to stay.
1: Yeah, and he was like, no, I'm going. <laughs> God, I
0: don't blame him. What a clean break!
1: I want to get away from
0: this woman. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I can't say that I'm not disappointed. I, listen, I I like I've said. We try not to look on other people's stories and try not to see what's in the press. But obviously, we follow a lot of the people that are in the show. Um, and Portia has continually posted some very bizarre things on her Instagram. Um, and I didn't like some of the stuff she was posting. Um, early on, after the Spoon incident, someone had posted on her page that his, uh, his, um, his behavior was abusive. Now not yeah. only did she like that post, she then reposted it on her story. And I thought that's a that's big language. Yeah. I, um, I didn't like that. And then after she left the show last night, she yeah. has now come forward and posted a lot of stuff, hasn't she?
1: Which is potentially a bit defamatory about him, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, and if I were him, I'd be really quite upset about the things that are supposedly being said. About now, his, and, his nature.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's basically accusing him of being um, an abuser. Yeah. yeah. And whether this is true or not, uh, I, I, what annoys me about it is that, that that isn't why they've split up, as far as I can tell on the show. It was they split up because he didn't like the drama and he didn't want to be involved in it. Now, if this was something that was happening and she's suggesting that it might have been, mm. then, then, then why was she... Begging him to stay another week. It doesn't. It just. It doesn't add up. And I'm not saying that this hasn't happened, but it just doesn't seem to fit the narrative of what she's saying on the show.
1: Yeah, it all just feels a bit uncomfortable for me currently. Yeah. But we'll,
0: we'll let but the dust settle we'll tell- and
1: yep. hopefully people will want to talk to us and tell us what their thoughts really were about what
0: was going on at the time.
1: Exactly. So-
0: because again, we don't see everything and we don't know, but it just. There's things that you can see, like you can see happening. And then there's things that just seem to come out of left field. Like she obviously didn't want to leave the show. She's not happy that she's been forced out. And now all these nasty messages have come up. So um, maybe leave with a little more dignity. But again, we don't know, do we? We don't No, We weren't in the room. So
1: it takes us on to tonight and Thursday's spa day. Um, Yeah. Now, this was really interesting because obviously this is like the British equivalent of the retreat, isn't it? You get like, instead of a, a weekend away in a nice posh house, you get you get an afternoon at a hotel somewhere
0: else. Yes, you get taken to a hungry horse for a couple of, <laughs> or a witherspoons. And then the other people get, get, I mean, and the other poor group, they were. They had an outside bit. It looked really cold as well. I have to, yeah. I was thinking,
1: well, one group really got it good. They got to go to the spa thing, where there was a pool, and they got to hang out and a nice, have a nice afternoon tea. the The other group, chuff, are you? What, what, are you going to play ping pong or something? What's, what's the deal here? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like some group got the shit stick, didn't
0: they? They did. <laughs> anyway, um,
1: did? I have no idea where they were, but it looked
0: part sports hall. That's what yeah. I can say. Come on they, it's because they spent too much money on the last two honeymoons. they've got nothing left in the budget. That's what it is. that's what it is. it's just too many couples this year. <laughs> My God. yeah, that's something I forgot to mention. That fucking commitment ceremony too many couples I don't care enough. I, at the end I just didn't I didn't care if people stayed or left. I just wanted them to shut up. <laughs> it's too long. It's just too long to watch like 18 couples talk about their problems in a row, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. the people have spoken and they have agreed. <laughs> It was a lot, yes. But we still have a lot because now we're going to get rid of two and we're getting two new ones. So we're still in the same boat. At the, I'd
1: say, we'll call them the A-team spa day in the hotel. <laughs> Ella was very pleased to be there hanging out with the boys. Now, I And those girls, my God, they had some interesting fun swimwear going on there. Peggy was hoping that everybody uh, could move on from her and Georges' um, misdemeanours, and she was kind of including herself in that, actually, and we were hoping that like, she, her and Georges were going to be sort of accepted back into the group a bit more.
0: There we go. She's had some time to reflect, and now she wants to be brought back into the fold.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think she, maybe she and George and the others may have had a conversation we were not party to, but, yeah. yeah, I think maybe she's more aware. Of what she's done than we've given her credit for. To be honest, Nathaniel was saying he's just taking each week as it comes with Ella, and is hoping that it's it's building. And by contrast, we see her being saying she's frustrated at the pace of the
0: relationship, and she's getting that from JJ, which she's not getting from Nathaniel. So it's it is dangerous territory. Yes.
1: Well, I feel that this entire episode was ramping up to that, really, wasn't it? Erica was surprised, apparently, that not everyone was as in love, and she thought that they were going to be behind everybody else. Yeah. And now she thinks she's one of the strongest, or if not
0: the strongest couple. Okay, yeah, let's get into that. I mean, I think that Erica, again, and I said this tonight... it's the age thing. She's not as aware of what she's putting into the universe. <laughs> Sorry, Brad, I stole your word. Um, <laughs> and she, she's just so pleased about where she's at. She doesn't realize she's coming to a group of people that are way ahead of them. And if I'd made w- more trials and tribulations and more upheaval, and she's coming and gone, hey, I don't know why everyone's so shit. We're doing great. And it's put Tasha on the back foot. Although I think Tasha has really overreacted i think we've missed something
1: now let's let's face it you said uh, (laughs) there was something about her you didn't quite like i've genuinely had a similar reaction to her
0: yeah Um, and i agree and... and i think that's what tasha feels and then when she comes in and starts pointing fingers and saying who's good and who's not and the fact that tasha and paul have been the golden couple up yeah. to now but also I don't think I would be pulling those faces like she's ve- Tasha gets very aggressive very quick like the faces the stance mm-hmm. like she really is trying to provoke Erica I thought and I was a little bit surprised because we haven't seen any of that side of Tasha so far
1: no we haven't but I feel like you've you've got two different kinds of powerful women yeah there. And that it was the equivalent of deer's doing the stag butt heading
0: thing. That's really bad. (laughs) But not all of us live in the country, Jan. We're not not all out stag watching. I'm just saying (laughs) for the city folk, Jan, can you maybe do a better analogy? Trying to think of a good analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Because that one was shit. (laughs) Be better, Jan
1: people are listening so to this. it's it's like two sports cars eyeing each other up thinking one is better than the other or not that's <laughs> what it is and one can outrace the other at the lights because
0: they're better is that better Will that work for you that was still a bit wank but i'll give you that a bit shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> i just i'm scared to give you a third try at it so we'll yeah i mean i hear what you're saying i was you know what it is is that Yes, you're right. We both felt that about Erica. She seems to be quite na 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 about herself. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just think because maybe it's because we that Tasha hasn't been in that situation yet. I just was surprised about yeah. how it what how she was. Um, but again, I, and also when they the new people are asked to rate all the couples, they didn't choose to do that. They were asked to do that, and so that yeah. bit wasn't Erica's fault. <laughs> no.
1: No, it wasn't. And to be fair, that's the producers properly shit-stirring for argument. Of course it
0: is. Um, (laughs) Can can we talk about Arthur and Thomas?
1: Yes, we should talk about
0: Arthur and Thomas. Oh, great. Thomas is a dark horse in his sweater outfits. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I felt a little bad for Arthur, if I'm honest. They were asked, who do you think... You know, again, you're right, shit shit stirring producer box or card says. But I don't think Arthur was trying to have a dig. I think he was just saying, this is kind of what I thought. And Thomas goes nuts. And he says something really rude to him, doesn't he? About being a simian or wasn't he? Um.
1: Yeah. I guess He he called. Oh, hang on. I think I I wrote it down somewhere. He yeah. He
0: calls basically him a dumb ape, didn't he? Simeon Neolithic man. I
1: think
0: was the. Yeah. Well, yes. if I was Arthur, I'd get my big, I'd get my big stone wheel out and whack Thomas with it <laughs> because I just thought again. Yeah, it's a second language to him. I don't think he was meant to be offensive, but there wasn't. It, it wasn't like Thomas even said, okay, like. Right, I hear you, though, because we do seem more like friends, but do you not think this? He just went straight in on him and said he, he demanded an apology. He did. I think
1: he just the idea that anyone might call their relationship ungenuine in any way, shape, or form, because he clearly feels that like he's been working really hard on on making this relationship happen.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I, I agree, agree have... with that. But the problem is, is that their relationship is incredibly confusing as well and we've already said this on this episode do do i think they're genuine i do but do i think it's weird that they seem like friends that have sex as opposed to a a couple that are having sex it's you can see why people are confused and i think that's what arthur was trying to say i just don't think he's we know he's no wordsmith right and i think (laughs) i just think he handled it clumsily and i think if thomas is saying that he you know, it is trying to hold himself as a gentleman, then I think maybe he kind of should, could have thought a little bit about what the intention was behind Arthur's words, not what Arthur's words were.
1: Yes. Mind you, wordsmith Arthur also struck again um, with JJ. <laughs> and he, where he said, around and said, you were too tired to kiss your wife.
0: I love that. <laughs> That is, yeah, you call call him out because, yeah, just saying, why why aren't you why don't you kiss your wife? I was tired. How long have you been tired for? Get some iron pills. Bianca
1: reveals that they had an argument the night before, and she's actually quite glad to be away from him. So, yeah,
0: I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that one. Mm. I can't wait to see what Laura says when she finds out that Arthur's been causing so much shit, which lets him out of her sight for 10 minutes. I said, we don't hear anything from Arthur for the entire experiment. One time Arthur starts talking, he starts causing shit between everybody. (laughs) Even Jay tells him to pipe down, doesn't she? Yes. Now, who do we think is actually having the best sex? Out of everybody? Mm -hmm. Well, I think Brad's probably having the best sex for himself. (laughs) Don't know if he cares if Shona thinks it's the best sex, um, but um, yeah. Everybody um, kind
1: of reckoned that it, it was uh, Luke and Jay.
0: Yeah, I think it's Luke and Jay as well. Um,
1: in the meantime, while these questions are going on, JJ's busy flirting and sending eyes to Ella.
0: Jesus Christ, that was some heavy flirting, wasn't it?
1: Mm, that I mean. They effectively both said they, they liked each other, really, wasn't it? Who would you kiss? Oh,
0: I'd kiss him.
1: And, a, kiss and again,
0: I think this is more dangerous than than a spin the bottle. Yeah, it is. spin the bottle is a bit of drunk, childish fun. This is stirring up feelings between husbands and wives that are not together. We separated I think
1: you out. We're not going to yeah. pick off the weak ones. Yeah. We're going to have to. They've got two more couples coming in. That's strange. There's too many there. They've only rented so many apartments, Laura. That's what it is. <laughs> they need to get rid of some. <laughs> in the need to evict somebody before the next couples arrive, Shona and Brad.
0: <laughs> you know, I do want to say, though, in all seriousness, I am really pleased with Channel 4 because last year this situation happened and mm-hmm. they and. A couple, <laughs> not me, <laughs> was asked asked to leave the experiment because this kind of behavior was happening. But they it, it was in secret and then we had to pretend that we'd agreed to leave. And I was told that the experts knew exactly what was happening. And then when I got on the couch, they had zero idea. And wow. I had was I was asked to say that he was a great guy, but it just didn't work out, which I didn't want to say because it wasn't the truth. Wow. Um but I So I applaud Channel 4 for getting ahead of it this time, showing it on camera, addressing it, because it, yeah. it's nice to see that it's being recognised that sometimes this behaviour happens on shows like this and they're not going to ignore it and just quietly send them home. They're going to have it out. And yeah. I, I was really pleased about that.
1: The interesting thing uh, for me was, like, you could certainly see, like, Brandon Shaver suddenly realised that they, they were being sent home and their faces were, like, you don't want to go. You like playing I was the game. same as
0: Shona. I was I was like, I don't know. I don't want to go yet. I want to try harder. I want to, I, I can make this work. Even though I knew I couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to quit, do you? And I, she didn't want to quit either. No, and I was a interestingly. Like, yeah. Oh, well, it, we're going to make it work on the outside. Are you fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd be <laughs> interested to
1: know now how much contact Shona's had with them since they left the experiment. To be
0: honest. But didn't you find it weird that even though he was absolutely taking ownership for his behavior, it almost seemed like he wasn't at the same time? I just got this really weird like he was saying all the right things. Yes, that's what I did. Yes, this is what's happened. But it was almost like he was it wasn't like he was it was happening to him, like he like but it wasn't his fault still. I couldn't it was something really weird about that conversation that I just couldn't get my head around. No, and I'm with you there. And I also think that that fight got aggressive. I don't. I said you don't. You don't want to be around Brad when the Mistake stops. <laughs> well, you
1: did, and you're right there. There was a reason they ended up in separate apartments, and there was a reason they asked them not to come and sit on the couch. Yeah. Um. And I think they wanted to cool off and then decide what was going to happen. But clearly, whatever that argument or whatever that thing was that happened between them was really quite full on yeah and um for as much as shows it still feels affection and emotion for him it's it's the whole battered housewife thing really isn't it of you course could, it i'm is. not making us casting aspersions now that, that brad heater already did anything else we weren't in the room we can't make those kind of judgments but she was throwing those kind of yeah oh, because well, it's, it's right i were... be better
0: yeah, if somebody keeps telling you they love you and then treating you badly and they tell you they love you again, you just keep wanting to get to mm-hmm. that moment again when you felt loved and, and and over over the moon to be with this person. And then when it's shit, you keep thinking, if I just try harder, I can get back to that place again. And you kept yeah. giving it to her in little bits and then sh- taking it away and then giving it to her and taking it away.
1: No, that's naivety. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to know what they. But
0: of did course, get it's after. not Brad's fault. It's the experiment's fault because he obviously just, you know, he's such a such a sucking vessel that he just <laughs> he just turns into how whatever his environment is. And if mm-hmm. he goes to the outside world, he'll be absolutely fantastic again. Which again is is not healthy right because he's he's saying to her i'm not taking any accountability for this my actions are only based on the fact that we're here in this situation on the outside i'll be perfect again."
1: so talking about erica and um, we're back to the quality 18 in the hotel <laughs> erica g- gave her views and she said that she didn't think arthur and laura do you think Arthur was as genuine about Laura?
0: I say I did think it was funny that everyone all said that Thomas and Roz were the strongest couple because everyone was too fucking scared to say anything bad about them after Thomas <laughs> went for Arthur. Oh, no, you guys are the best. Please leave yeah, me alone. You're awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, you
1: could genuinely see Tasha getting more and more annoyed and wound up by who's this yep. person who's come in. And who does she think she is that she thinks she's better than us? And I think she, this is where Erica really wasn't helping herself in that she was casting judgments about people. And she did come across as, I think I'm better than you. She really did. And And the
0: hand gestures need to stop. Mm -hmm. What's that, that picking up, picking something up thing she does with her hand and Mm -hmm. pointing? It's, I, I wanted to break her hand off. <laughs> when it, when Tasha left the room, she stormed out, mm-hmm. and then Erica said, "Kept the conversation going. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, you go. That, that's like, it, and then played that she was hurt because girls have always done this to her. If she was that kind of girl who felt like she was being attacked, I don't think she would have kept making the snide comments as Tasha left the room.
1: And also, this happens to her all the time. She said." <laughs> Yeah. Just gonna point that problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we might be wrong. I mean, again, we don't want to be like Erica in that room. We don't want to make snap judgments. I mean yeah. she could she could turn out to be our favourite. I don't know if I'm feeling that at the moment. So again, Still, prove us wrong.
1: We don't know her yet. Prove us wrong, absolutely. <laughs> but she did say. I <laughs> no. Don't know what their problem is, you know. Is it because I'm just like a, a
0: good looking oh. girl? Yeah, I mean, even if I thought I was super hot, I don't think I would say on national television, do people not like me because I'm just so pretty. <laughs> and when when JJ says, like, he likes girls that have had work done, and then she really points out that she's all natural. <laughs> and that she would pick JJ, and then he picks Ella instead. Her face did a little one of those. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> You'd rather go for the trans girl across the road? <laughs> Why women get fought together themselves for JJ? Why? Oh, Please, I don't someone understand. Someone tell us.
0: Is it something I'm not seeing? Because I just I just don't get it. Like, they all look, keep looking at him like he's Brad Pitt. I can't figure it out for the life no, of me. I have so not if, drunk the Kool-Aid. No, no. If,
1: if you are one of our listeners and you've got an idea whether you find him attractive or whatever, have an opinion on this, tell us. Tell us what other people might see in the guy, because for me, I'm seeing a guy from Essex with a set of face teeth, probably drives an Escort. school. That's what
0: <laughs> I did love it when Alice said to him, oh, have you got turkey teeth <laughs> at the dinner party? First thing she says to him. But then she says, I love him because I love I, I love fake teeth. And so I loved his teeth. But doesn't Nathaniel have fake teeth as well? Uh he's got nice teeth. He's got gorgeous teeth, but she has a thing for really white, perfect teeth. And Nathaniel yeah. already has those. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's yeah, all good in the he, teeth department. <laughs> on their wedding day, they commented about each other's teeth. Yes, it was yeah. like <laughs> horses meeting.
1: <laughs> right. We're pretty much at the end of, of this part of the show. So we might need to do our Dick of the Week. Who's it going Dick to be? Of the Week. Dick of the week,
0: Dick <laughs> of the week. Oh well, we've got some contenders this week, don't we?
1: Yeah, we we do. I mean, there's there's been some fairly iffy behaviour going on. So are we are we opting for potentially Peggy for for stirring an awful lot of stuff by talking Peggy to other stir- Peggy for
0: stirring and then and then throwing her husband under the bus. So that's got a potential. Um, yeah, no non-accountability, Peggy. Non-accountability, <laughs> Peggy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Portia, obviously. Yes, obviously, because
1: you know, I mean, she's already been Dick of the Week once, <laughs> the first week we did it. But obviously, this kind of behaviour was massively irrational, just deeply bizarre and hurtful to her husband. So, yeah. I think that's got a lot going for it. What about George?
0: Yeah, I know everyone's going to think he should be because he stirred that stuff. But I think his motivation was affection for Peggy as opposed to trying to be an asshole about it. I think he was trying to peacock for Peggy.
1: Peacock for Peggy. I like that. Beautiful phrase. I like that. Alliteration. It's good. Peacock for Peggy. Um... Peacock for Peggy. (laughs) Thank you. So, any other else who thinks we should be should should we put Erica in the
0: um, pile? No, I don't. I think we're going to have to give her a pass because she's too new yet. She doesn't know new. yet. Yeah, yeah. we're going to give you a pass this week, Erica. Uh, I think with one glaring one, we need to mention again who might be our two week in a rower. Or... What Nathaniel? Brad. Brad. Oh, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> He's such a dick. We just forget about him. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Sorry, he's gone in my mind already. That's. The he's already left. He's
0: does already it left. Count, if, if it doesn't, is it count? Ca- not count because he didn't make it all the way to the end of the week. Yeah, no, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I know, I know, she's already been a one-time winner, but I think, as we say, adieu. Yes. <laughs> it's got to be Portia for the win. <laughs> hey, boy, hey, hey. Portia, you are- Portia. I'm going to guess that she doesn't want us to send the trophy. Maybe she might not appreciate the trophy
1: as much as some (laughs) other people do. Get in touch. If you want your trophy, we'll send it out to
0: you. (laughs) That's the difference between the Aussies and I think in the English cast, though, isn't it? I mean... At the end of the day, they all thought that was hilarious. I don't know so much if the English cast is going to warm to our dick of the week.
1: <laughs> I, do, I, think
0: Luke, I think Luke's up for it. Um, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's early days. He could really be a contender. You just don't know. If he had, just if, know. If, if he decides to stir shit again, it, it could very well be. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dear. right. Maths, bingo. I think we've got to go for some kind of referral reference to plastic surgery. Okay. Any reference to plastic surgery or uh-huh. Botox injections or fillers <laughs> or anything like that? If anybody makes any of those kind of comments, that's when you get to nibble your biscuits and take a take a swig of your gin.
0: Okay. So any uh, any plastic surgery reference this week? That's our maths bingo. Yes, that's that's for this week. <laughs> I feel like this has been a really hard episode, Jan. Like, I think sometimes when there's just too much going on, I can't... I mean, I've even taken bloody notes, but it's just... I feel like how I felt on Monday isn't how I felt on Tuesday, isn't how I felt on Wednesday, isn't how I felt on Thursday. I don't fucking know. I mean, Shona and Brad have been through, like, a seven-year marriage in one week, so...
1: It's, it's an emotional roller coaster at the moment an emotional they're, roller coaster yeah i hope it's going to settle down but i think we're at the point now where everybody's cracks are starting to show and um they're either going to get there is not enough filler yeah <laughs> absolutely so i think that that's where we are and i think probably next week we will see even more dare i say the word drama I know. So, and we've
0: got two new couples coming in. And two new
1: couples. So I'm really looking forward to the two. Oh, new more couples. honeymoon.
0: Sorry. <laughs> what are they doing to me this year? Enough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, this will be make us a real full house worth of couples, won't it? Yeah. I mean, we're... it's going to be
0: a long commitment ceremony next week. Yeah. Everyone, so buckle in.
1: <laughs> Unless we manage to kick out a few more before them. Which might happen, you know, they might just forget, forgetting not the couch, people. You know, yeah, well, it's not going to be Rod and Thomas
0: because they're super strong, you know. <laughs> thing, yeah. Thomas will stay in regardless now, just so he's proved right. <laughs> I,
1: I'm i putting money on them being there at the end. Yeah, me too. Um, they're definitely down for me as being there at the end kind of couple. Uh, I definitely can
0: see that. Anyone else you can see being there at the end? Tasha and Paul yeah okay so if you speak to erica it'll be erica and jordan
1: <laughs> <laughs> listeners if you're out there please give us your predictions dm us send us a message in we are out there on uh on lara on AirPod or as the, the lara, lara air. air um on instagram so Throw us a message and um, we'll gladly, gladly, gladly take your thoughts. I might put a poll up later on in this week, actually, to see what people think. <laughs> um,
0: we're already in a poll with an attitude tonight. <laughs>
1: now, if you're thoroughly enjoying this uh, lovely, lovely podcast that we're doing, um, please like us. And, and maybe leave a little review And um, if you're on Apple, particularly. I think it's not too easy to do if you're on Spotify, I noticed. Am I might just rambling there? Probably. Yes,
0: you really are. I I, I stopped listening five minutes ago, Jen. Okay. <laughs> I'll fuck up then, shall I? So that's it from you, Jen. It's that's it from me. So I'm yeah. going to say goodbye. Goodbye, all. See you next week. <laughs>